Hey folks, JD here. We have a great show for you today. We have Bashana Jones, the director of our Family and Community Engagement Office, here to talk about exactly what family and community engagement looks like in 2021 and why it's important to modern school operations. So I hope you'll enjoy the show. All right, everybody, it does J.D. Sumner here with the Doherty County School Systems Community Relations Department, and we are talking today about family engagement and the importance of keeping parents and community stakeholders and just about everybody else in the loop when it comes to what's happening at schools. And I have with me Bashana Jones. Hey, Bashana, how are you doing today? I am great, J.D. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Tell, tell everybody what you do and and who you are well not a problem um greetings good people i am bashana jones i am the director of the family and community engagement department here at doherty county school system Uh, i still say i'm pretty new this is um my second year now with the district but not my second year in education i've actually been in education for over 17 years now every time i say it, i'm just like wow time flies i guess when you're having fun right but um over 17 years I've been in education, but still new to the district, but um, still excited, very much so excited as if it was my first day on the job. Well, 17 years does fly by, I'm sure. Uh, they <laughs> say that the the days are long, but the years are short. So um, there you go. It, it just catches up with you quickly. Um, well, we're excited to have you on. Um, I know family community engagement is a broad topic and people are probably like, well, w- what exactly are you talking about? Um, so, so what exactly is family and community engagement? Well, you're right. It's, it's a broad topic and it's a the million dollar question with like a million different definitions, right? So to keep it simple, um, family community engagement is the authentic partnership between the schools, families, and the community for the success and whole development of the child. That, that's what it is. And that's the simple one, right? So while that's the definition where I guess the fun comes in is with, um, what does that look like? So what does that look like in, in action, you know, at the schools? I think that's always um, important. So when you're looking at um, the schools and the families and you're thinking, um, how, how does the school help? Then you're looking at the families being able to come to the schools and have their opinions valued in program development, right? They're looking for um, resources to support the child with, with homework or, you know, the testing and, you know, all the academic things. Um, the school is there to provide that training and resources. Um, they may even need some assistance with personal things that, you know, that are more so with the family and not academic, like housing and clothing and food and even job readiness, you know, we, we support that work as well and we connect with our community partners to do it. So I always say that while the definitions can be all over the place, um, the truth is in what that looks like at, at the different schools and at the district level. Wow, that is um, a heck of a way to sum it up, uh, a, a very complex kind of topic in a, in a, in a very simple way. Um, but it seems like they touch all kinds of different facets of, of student life of family life. Um, you, you talked, talk, talked about the, the academic side of it. Uh, Lord knows we've all heard about the, the new math and the challenges that parents have with oh, yeah. trying to teach 
their kids at home and would do homework with kids. So you, you help with that, but also you, you help with, um, you know, say parents have struggling to pay their light bill or, right. or they're having um, issues with uh, obtaining school uniforms or things like that. You kind of help assist with that too. So you're, you're really kind of a comprehensive um, support system network for our, our families, right? Yeah, that is exactly it. You know, and we pride ourselves on on um, being like a one-stop shop, right, for resources when it comes to you supporting the, the student and the family. So that's exactly what we do. We're that bridge. You'll often hear people in family engagement always refer to themselves as the bridge. We're that connector between the schools, the families, and those communities. Uh, we know the resources are out there. That we do know, but often people have an issue when it comes to assessing the resources, and that's where my team comes in. So why is that important to the way that modern schools operate? Because I can see how, um, obviously, if a, if a kid doesn't have certain things that it could impede their, their learning in the classroom, both academic and not. Uh, so talk a little bit about that. Why, why is family and community engagement, effective family and community engagement, uh, uh, important to the way modern schools operate? Um, well, I can tell you, J.D., that we've discovered over time that the barriers to educating the child appear to be increasing. I mean, they've, they've always been there, but it seems like um, as the world advances, then so do the barriers. So we know that with family and community engagement, um, one of our jobs is, of course, like we said, the resources is to eliminate the barriers. And the research shows us that when done effectively, what happens is the child performs better in school. We have higher graduation rates. We have um, more students that are most likely going to move on to post-secondary opportunities. So they'll go to college or trade school or military, but they're moving on past high school. Um, even some of those non-academic things we see as far as um, improved self-confidence, right? Better mental health. So we know that when families are at the table and they're part of conversation and the schools are making sure that all these dots are connected, that in the end, we all win. And because we have the research that shows it, because every day in the classrooms and the schools we see it, we know that it's definitely something that we need in modern schools. It's going to be around for a while because you can't have schools without students. And you can't have students without families. That's awesome. Uh, I love the way you put that. So we talked a little bit about the what, you know, what is family and community engagement? Let's talk a little bit about the how. Um, how does family and community engagement look in the Doherty County school system? Doherty, I am um, very very, very, very pleased to see that uh, we're ahead of the game in a lot of different areas when it comes to family engagement. So we have um, the luxury, I'll say the luxury of actually having parent facilitators at each of our 21 schools. Um, there are many districts that actually don't have that. So there is a point of contact for this program at every school in this district. That is huge in itself, right? To be able to be able to um, go in as a parent and say, hey, listen, I need some support with and for them to direct you to someone who can assist you with that and not just the academic support, but like I said, that community support as well. Um, what we're also doing is with the staff, how it looks, how family community engagement looks in the school when it comes to staff. We realize in this field that we spent so much time working with our parents that we forgot about the faculty. So there was this gap where the parents, we were like training the parents on how to communicate with the schools and and how to support the students, but we weren't 
train the school on how to communicate with the parents. So there was that gap there. So what we've been doing here at Doherty is that we've been really investing the time to go back and, and build the staff capacity where we're really um, selling to them the importance of family engagement and accepting the parents and the extended family members as equal partners. You're gonna hear that a lot too, as equal partners and bringing them to the table when it's time to discuss what's going on, even before the decision is made, just in the, in the beginning stages to get their opinions. You know, what do you guys wanna see here? What do you wanna do? And that's been um, very fulfilling work because I think that we're, the light bulbs are going off, JD, right? So people are now like, oh, I get this family engagement thing. I see why it's, imp why it's important. And I'm learning different ways to reach, um, reach my parents. So we've been doing a lot of that background work with our staff um, in the schools as well. So the program diversity, um, it looks like that as far as what we're doing. How does it work? Uh, we've been making sure we're paying attention to what our parents are asking and telling us what they need and then delivering that. Right. So we all come with the we know we have the agendas and and what the school has to do, but we want to make sure that what we're putting in place is actually what's being requested and not just a, a task list that we're checking off. That's awesome. And, and you touched on some of the challenges and barriers that you have with engagement. And that's, um, I mean, they are numerous. Uh, they are uh, a significant number of challenges. Uh, just in general communication, there, there are communication barriers, there's multiple languages to deal with, mm -hmm. there's access to, to sources of uh, technology. What, um, so what, what are some of the, the barriers that you're, that you're seeing day to day um, when it comes to effective family and community engagement? Now, you actually just said it. You, you said so many of them, um, as far as especially the access to language. Uh, we're noticing a district that we have a, a growing population of non-English speakers. And I think where in the past, we may have been in a position to where it wasn't as obvious at this point, it's no longer something that could be overlooked and we have to address. So you're seeing that there's definitely um, more work being involved in making sure that we're reaching those families, uh, those non-English speaking families, we're definitely seeing that work. Um, something else that, that we've had to a challenge that we've had to work against. And this is why we had to go back and make sure we're doing the staff capacity training and diversifying our programs for families to get them more engaged was um, perception, right? Everyone doesn't necessarily have the most positive experiences in history with schools. So we've been really um, working with the branding and your communications guys. So you know how important branding is, but we've been really working on, on branding this program so that it would be attractive to our families and that they would want to take advantage of the, the resources and the opportunities and knowledge that our staff has. So that perception piece has been very, um, it's been interesting, but, but we're seeing the fruits of our labor as far as kind of changing that and creating a welcoming culture in our school, because that's gonna help with perception and, and getting that, you know, positive feedback from the families from different communications and things that we're sending. So we've been having to work that that was a big one. Awesome. So what are what's some of the best things about your job? What do you what what gets you up in the morning and, and brings you into the office? The people the, the I would have to say the people. Um, 
I'm a person that thrives off the energy of others. And I know that I can come in and be bouncing off walls all the time. That's just kind of a little bit of how I am. But I notice I'm not alone, right? So when you are in this field, you're going to see that the people who are often in this field are, are, are what we call servant-driven leaders, right? So we, we kind of thrive off each other's energy. And I like that. I like that a lot because I know that I'm amongst friends. So when you can go to work and you actually enjoy the people that you work with, it makes the job that you do that much easier, that much easier. So when I know that the people that are around me are interested in serving the community and we're all kind of coming in with, with that energy to get the job done, then, then it makes the work fun. So I like that. I love that. And um, access to resources. Uh, I'm pretty impressed at what Doherty's doing uh, in the lane of family engagement, you know, with this family resource and support center that we're developing. That is going to be absolutely huge. That is going to be such a game changer, you know, once it's just out there completely for the families to be able to access the we we need them to that is going to really change some things in our area. So just to be able to have this resource and other resources that were already available in the district and be able to come in as a new person and just kind of have that part done for you, and then you can further develop. Oh, that was great. And so I'm definitely enjoying those pieces. Awesome. 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 So what is your biggest professional goal at the moment? Uh, I know you have a lot of irons in the fire and uh, you have a, a lot of different moving parts when it comes to family and community engagement, but uh, what, what would really push the needle forward for you? That's a, listen, that, that's the Oprah Winfrey question. I, I'm telling you, look at you. Um, biggest professional goal at the moment. I have tons of goals, but I'm going to go with, I must go back to the people that I work with. I'm going to go back to the team. Um, so I think that the biggest goal for me and what I'll probably be most proud of right now is if we can make our, our um, boots on the ground, right? Those parent facilitators, because that's what I consider them. There are boots on the ground in school. If we can make those people become household names with our families, that would be um, a absolute huge professional goal of mine. And why? Because if every family that we serve can associate that parent facilitator with that school, then most likely they can also associate with that parent facilitator does and then that means that they are familiar with or they can become familiar with the resources and opportunities that that, that that person can offer to them to help them support their child. That can be huge. So I think that I would love, love, love for, for their names, those parent facilitators to become household names because that would speak to the outreach that we have as a department. Well, uh, that is a huge goal. Uh, I, I think in some degree our, our jobs align uh, because I, I think building understanding of what's happening in our schools and understanding what's happening in our classrooms amongst our, our different stakeholder groups, including our parents and our community partners and, mm -hmm. and all of our, um, our folks out there in the community is, is, a, is a joint goal and a joint priority. And right. I'm, I'm, I know I'm grateful to have you in that role and your oh, energy. You. Well, no, it's true. The energy that you bring, um, I'm kind of like you. I feed off other people's energies and, and you, uh, you definitely bring a lot to the table for sure uh, when it comes to that. What um, we'll, we'll kind of end on this, this on a personal note, if that's okay. You've got 17 years in 
education, you've been in multiple school districts and you've, uh, you've worn many hats uh, across your, your career. I was fortunate enough to think to sit on your hiring panel. So I've gotten to see your resume firsthand. Um, But talk a little bit about uh, what you've seen in education. Tell us, tell us some success stories that you've, you've seen with, with engagement and and trying to connect with parents and in a meaningful sort of way. Oh, oh goodness. Um, Well, like I said, the, the stories are plentiful and I know that we often hear of all the horror stories in education, right? And we have to like force the positive ones. But um, I know early on, this was, I didn't go back to my first year teaching. My first year teaching, I was um, fortunate enough to have the opportunity to um, work with a small classroom. It was um, fifth grade, I taught bilingual education in Illinois, fifth grade class. And it was, one of my most memorable years because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what did they do? Number one, <laughs> they really bought it and put me in this classroom. Um, but it was one of my most memorable years because the way that those parents supported me during that time as I was learning the role of um, teaching, working with their students was phenomenal. So while I um, didn't even realize at the time that my outreach efforts was considered family engagement, I just thought I was communicating with parents. But the love that they gave JD, that they gave back to me and the support that I was able to get from those families once they saw that I cared was, was amazing. And, and, we, and we had the best year. We saw those kids grow by leaps and bounds. So that was, I was doing family engagement my first year and didn't even realize I was doing family engagement. I just thought I was just, you know, trying to do the teacher thing and keep parents updated with what's going on with their child. But we actually, I started bringing parents in to um, create programming for the school. So we created some um, traditional activities, some, some annual events, you know, that the parents actually took the lead on and organizing, you know, multicultural nights and such that they end up doing for the schools. And from my understanding, they still have these programs in place. And, and that started from just reaching out to those families and letting them know that, hey, I'm here and, you know, I want to work with you. So that's just one story my first year. And, and you hear these stories all the time from other people too. But like I said, that was with a population of, of students that weren't even English speakers and, and the type of growth that they were able to have um, with the language and across the board was phenomenal. And we know that those families being supportive had a lot to do with it. And then moving up to um, the middle school level and, and being able to, to start those um, programs with the families as far as the, the capacity building. You know, we have parents who really did not know where to, where to go you know, for additional resources and support for the students and for us to just really have the opportunity for them to come in and cater to them and and see, hey, what do you guys need? You know, tell us more about um, how we can best serve you. And then for them just absolutely being transparent. I experienced that, you know, while working in the middle schools and that was um, phenomenal. And, And those parent boards that we established then, from my understanding, they're still in place. So we know that when you give parents the opportunity to have a seat at the table, that they will come and that they will come open and willing to serve and that the students and the school will be the beneficiary of, of that effort. Um, I've seen it firsthand 
I've seen it on many different scales. Those are just some examples that came right off. You know, you look kind of caught me off guard, but but those are just some examples that just came right off. So I've seen it at many different levels of how it works. So we know it can work. We just need to make sure that we are doing everything that we can on our end um, to make it work. And something that we're focusing on now too, JD, is that we want to make sure that we're putting our um, tools of effectiveness in place so that we can measure the work, right? We need to be able to speak to, well, what's that data look like? It's easy to say that, hey, uh, we're, you know, that all of our efforts are helping, but it's even better when you can go to some numbers and being able to, to paint the picture with a broader stroke of what that looks like. So we are definitely tracking our efforts more so that everyone can see the fruits of our labor. I think that's a great point is that um, it's not always uh, what you can, what you do that matters. It's what you can measure and what you can, what you can show that, that you're doing. Um, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that out. Um, you know, in some ways I'm sitting here thinking that uh, we have 20, close to 2,500 employees in this school district. And I think you're probably um, connecting with all of them because the, the reality is, is that whether you're a teacher or you're a custodian or your front office staff or your parent facilitator, or you're a director or superintendent, um, you're all engaged in parent engagement. It's all something that should be a priority for each of us is how are we connecting with parents in our day-to-day interactions that we have? How are we, um, coming across, you know, what's, are we leaving them with a positive experience every time that we connect? Um, I just had a call just before we, we jumped on today uh, with a parent who needs a little assistance with an online application for enrollment. And so um, I'm going to give them a call back and, and, and work with them to get their child enrolled. Um, it's, it's those interactions though, that those day-to-day interactions. Um, I believe it was my Angelou who said that uh, people don't remember necessarily what you do with for them, but sometimes they remember more, you know, how, how you make them feel. And right. I think your, your job is a very touchy feely one. You know, you, your job is to make parents feel like uh, their kids are safe and secure and, and getting a high quality education, which they are uh, right. while they're with us. And so uh, I really do appreciate you for doing that. And it's a, it's a massive undertaking, uh, but you're, but you're doing it uh, ably and with a, with a great team of people who are just uh, amazing folks. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I love the absolutely love the fact that you said that, um, that we touch everyone because that gives me an opportunity to say that even though we have a family and community engagement department and we have um, our district level team, and we have the, um, our folks in the school. You, you said it right when you said that we all we all do the work of family and community engagement. Anyone that's a part of this district does the work of family and community engagement. So we don't work. Um, alone with, with getting this um, work done in this endeavor we, while we may be in charge of, I guess, um, leading the efforts, we're definitely not doing all the work. And that's on everyone. I always look at it as um, customer service, right? You know, we always talk about Chick-fil-A and how great their customer service is. And, and that's kind of where we need to be with the district. We're all a part of this family engagement work and we want to be able to have the best customer service for our families um, whenever we're interacting with them. So I look at that too, but we're all, we're all in this together, right? We're all in this together. 
That's right. And Chick-fil-A is not a sponsor of this podcast. However, oh, that's if, true. Uh, if they would like to uh, <laughs> kick in a sponsorship, we'd be more than happy to support them. Uh, they, they do set the bar pretty high when it comes to customer service. But uh, Bishana, that's uh, about all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for taking some time to join us and tell us a little bit about what what's happening in the family and community engagement world. This podcast is a is a mechanism for community engagement, and, uh, and we appreciate you uh, adding your your voice to it. So thank you very much. Not a problem. Thank you, sir. All right. If you're a parent and you want to be more involved in your child's school, the best thing you can do is call your school and ask to speak to your parent facilitator. They'll have all the information you need to be involved, be engaged, be informed, and be an advocate for your child's education. Until our next episode, this is JD. Have a great day.